Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy. Today we're joined by Chris Cody, who oversees ESAI's LNG analysis. Uh, Chris, why today? Why are we so focused on LNG today as an industry? LNG has become a very exciting topic because it's expanding so much. So there's so much new supply coming on out of the U.S., out of Russia, um, and then the demand side is increasing as well. There's new demand in China. Uh, there's changes in Japan and Korea. Basically, the world is changing quickly, and ESAI is excited to to continue to analyze it. So in the United States, in particular, there have been many announcements about LNG projects. How much do you think exports can grow in the next year or two? So today, U.S. exports right now in the kind of end of 2019 are reaching about 4 billion cubic feet per day, BCFD. That's a big increase from where they were just a couple years ago, which was closer to 1, 1. 1.5 BCFD. By 2021, we expect that they could grow as much as 8 BCFD, so a double from where they are today. To put that into context, the global market is 45 BCFD, so that's about a market share of about 20% of the global volume. Are other countries also growing their exports? Yeah, they are. The U.S. isn't the only one that's going to be growing during this time. Uh, Russia is a notable example. They have mostly grown over the past few years at a surprising rate, but they will continue to grow as well. So their exports right now are around 5 BCFD, 6 BCFD, and they're only going to grow to as much as maybe 7 BCFD in the next two years. So not so much growth there, but they also started about 1.5 BCFD a few years ago. So they've had an incredible increase over just a few years. Is there enough demand for all of these exports? Um, I think that's the key question going forward is, is there enough demand? Everyone's looking right now for new demand growth first in China and then the usual suspects of Japan and Korea and then into Southeast Asia. And it's, it's unclear whether the demand will materialize. I think we're definitely moving into a softer market going forward. And I think not only is natural gas demand continuing to increase, but it's facing competition from pipeline sources as well. So LNG demand growth is going to be slow over the next few years. Because of the shale boom, natural gas prices are quite low in the United States. Is that giving U.S. exporters a significant cost advantage? So U.S. costs for feed gas for liquefaction facilities are definitely low and are in some places as low as anywhere else in the world. But the main competitors for, for LNG exports are not only Russia because of their growth, but the two biggest exporters, Australia and Qatar, um, all of those countries have very low costs for their feed gas. So the low costs in the U.S. for natural gas um, put them in the in the ball game, but it doesn't make them the winner necessarily. And so then the U.S. faces additional challenges. So if the growing markets, as I mentioned, are all in Asia, uh, the U.S. is at a geographical disadvantage there. They're the farthest from a lot of those markets. Um, especially if you consider canal costs and things like that. Uh, so the U.S. is going to have to ensure that its feed gas costs stay low in order to compete. So for years we had LNG contracts that were 10, 20, 30 years long, and they were indexed to oil. Some of that indexation has gone away. Is that going to continue to be the trend? And how will the pricing regime change with all of this available, relatively low-cost LNG? 
I think that's one of the more interesting questions right now. U.S. liquefaction facilities are finding a number of creative options or new options to secure the feedgas they need at a low cost so that they can still compete in Asia. There's a larger spot market increasing, grew by 20% each in the last two years. Do you think pricing will change in the next couple of years? So the pricing mechanisms will become more diversified, but yes, I mean, overall, there's a clear direction for the LNG market in the next two years, and it's that prices will be lower. Um, Just right now, going into the winter, Europe's storage is full. U.S. natural gas storage are at record levels, and it looks like there's a warm winter. So just to start off 2020 during the normal withdrawal season, there is going to be more gas than needed. With more piped gas coming on, LNG prices are going to have to be lower in the summer of 2020, and we expect that to continue for a few more years until the current wave of liquefaction facilities coming online manifest and then production growth slows. You mentioned the growing spot market. Is there a lot of room for that to continue growing just over the next year or two? I think so. We'll have to see how the terms emerge, but as liquefaction facilities come on, you know, they're trying to get as many committed volumes as possible so that they can keep utilization rates high with guaranteed export contracts. But at the same time, this is becoming more of a buyer's market. So projects are coming on with less committed volumes than they'd like, and that's just the world that liquefaction facilities are going to be living in. In the countries where you see demand for natural gas growing and the demand for imported LNG, have those countries built the infrastructure to deliver it to market? That is definitely a problem in some of the countries. Connecting gas infrastructure in cities especially can be difficult. It's rife with political problems and getting the investment there is not always straightforward. So there are definitely problems in some growing markets where the barriers are the gas distribution infrastructure at the very local level. Do you see renewables tempering this growth in natural gas use? Renewables are growing as a source of power generation in in many countries across the world. The key to having them start to displace natural gas supply will be an increase in the availability of low-cost energy storage because natural gas is used as a baseload fuel and the intermittency problem with uh, renewables will continue to be an issue to their higher penetration as long as battery storage remains prohibitively expensive. But we're seeing costs come down there uh, which definitely this is looming over you know, builders of natural gas plants going forward. So if we were to look five years out or ten years out, is storage a bigger winner than LNG? It could be. It depends on the costs and there's a lot of investment going on right now to find new types of batteries that can be compete at lower costs. That's an interesting time for natural gas. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy.